Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Hey all you f- it's episode 100! So strap in, strap on, and get ready for a good time! So hit it, Mike! You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. We made it into syndication. It's episode 100 of the Jay and Dan podcast, the second incarnation. So if you total up with our Canadian podcast, I think someone did the math for us. It was 147. I probably could have done the math pretty easy if I just looked, but I didn't. Yeah, you just add the Canadian <laughs> podcasts and the American <laughs> podcasts. That combined number is, is the amount of podcasts that we've done. But I would have had to go online to see how many Canadian ones we did. Right. So you Or you could have just gone to the last one. <laughs> Whatever number that was, that would be the number of podcasts. Hey, I wanted to address something. Last week, uh, I was a little somber off the top. People pointed it out. Didn't mean to be. Just was so down. Everyone's saying such, you know, yeah, we were unhappy. And it's like, no, we're so happy. I mean, we are starting. We've been rehearsing in this room, Dan, uh, our brand new show format. Third time's the charm. Fox Sports Live 3.0. That's right. So episode 100 is our final episode in this studio. In this so room. If you watch the YouTube portion, uh, you know this room quite well, but we're moving back in with the parents. We're going back to Engineer Jim's edit suite. Yeah. This is so exciting. I love yes. this. I think this is very appropriate. Yeah. We return to our home, to our cocoon, so to speak. Jim, and you said everything's ready to go. I'm ready up. to rock. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. long, my time beauty's <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the room's ready to go. I That's can't right. wait. Our beds are still there, clothes oh. still in the closet. Yeah. All my porno mags are still underneath Jim's <laughs> console. <laughs> we haven't cleaned it since we left. No, That's for and sure. if you still turn a black light on in there, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> just Jackson spew. Pollock. Just Lil spew stack. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah just um, jizz all over. This episode we're going to uh, do in honor of Stuntman Stu, our good friend. He announced this week he's battling leukemia, but you know what? I know Stu. I've known him since... Uh, my days at Algonquin College. He's got this beat. He's uh, he's going to come back stronger than ever. Uh, and people are always set, already saying they're going to miss his uh, goal announcements at Sens games because he's also the voice of the Ottawa Senators, the in-house announcer. Yeah, the PA Bilingual. Bilingual. Yeah. Bilingual. yeah. We could never do that. So, Stu, we're thinking of you and yep. uh, Connie and you and the kids. And uh, you got this, bud. So... Uh, as soon as uh, as soon as he can, we want you on the podcast. Yeah, we got to get him on. We can uh, we can chat, and uh, maybe he can speak. We can do an interview in English and French. And stuntman Stu, I think his Twitter handle is stuntman Stu. I could be wrong. I could. I'm not sure to be honest. But so uh, but we're thinking a, about you, Stu. Yeah, we're thinking about you. And just going back to the show thing. So we are actually for all of our American listeners, and we've been surprised how many we actually have. We are doing a new show format starting Monday. 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific on FS1. Set your DVRs. Tune in. Tell us what you think. It's an all-new format, less highlights. It's going to be a lot of fun. Half-hour show, Dan. I love this half-hour show concept. We want you to enjoy the show. Because we've been doing an hour show for 15 years. We need a break. And when we got here, we were doing three-hour shows. That's right. Yeah, so we're really improving. Or they're just trying to slowly... (laughs) 
get us off the We've cut it down to 15 minutes, and then be like, you're doing a one-minute update. A one, you guys are doing updates. Oh, on the NFL on Fox? No, just updates uh, 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. <laughs> Pacific. We're going to need you in. But they literally are, this weekend, going to gut this entire podcast room, Dan, and put our new set in here. It's going to be incredible. I can't mm-hmm. wait. So we're going to be we're going to go from the biggest set in Los Angeles to the smallest one because that prop room we we did a week of shows in the prop room. They were so successful. People were like, "Let's put them in a smaller studio. They work better in there." Soon we'll be in an actual closet together. It's like an office space where they kept moving the guy That's and right. finally end up in the basement. That's us, right? Who took my stapler? Um, you're probably thinking, what, what have you got planned? Who are your guests for the show? This is going to be great for episode 100. We're going to talk to Kate, who was our first ever. She was CFL Kate at the time. Kate McKenna. Kate McKenna. Um, she got us the, the, uh, why not a clip when she was riding a train across this great country. She was for the hundredth great cop. Why not, eh? She was guest number one, so we're going to bring her back. We're going to talk about my mangled childhood. We're going to give my brother Vince a call. Haven't done that for a long time. We Too long. We haven't done that since we've been at Fox. Is that or right? I don't sex, think so. Buddy. Right. No, we did. Okay. Yeah. About like two years ago. Okay. And uh, Peter Schrager, our good friend, our NFL mm-hmm. insider, and Jeremy Taggart. And we're going to take your questions because Mike sent a question out on Twitter uh, that instead of asking a guest, you're going to ask us questions. So yeah. uh, we're going to do rapid. I right. think that's that's going to be a lot of fun. I think that's going to be a good time. Um, okay. And oh, yeah. Michael Bublé is on the Canadian Wall of Fame today. And his, if you're watching the video portion, he's just saying, like, I'm going to make love to someone. Well, that's just the look he has at all times. But look, he's got a wedding ring like, yeah, I'm married, but I'm still going to f*** your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Buble when he used to play clubs in Vancouver before I ever knew him. We met him. Sorry, you I, met him. I met him at the Olympics. I, I he wasn't working with you. You were out partying at the Roxy every day. Uh, I forgot to mention, I finished your book. Great book. Uh, make sure you pick it up. Uh, you mentioned in there, what you wondered what could have happened with your broadcast partner at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, oh, you're, so you're saying I, was, I wasn't implying like that I wanted that to happen. It's always like, you know, what might have happened? Just like I wonder, like, if Jennifer Hedger had never, you know, moved up to do the 10 o'clock show with Dutchie, you know, maybe Jennifer and I would would be down here together. But all these scenarios don't involve me. I don't like them. Oh, oh, no, Dan, I'm sure you would have found something good, too. So cut to me reading that. and I'm just like single tear. (laughs) No, Bev is just a sweetheart. We should get Beverly on this on this podcast sometime. Talk a little bit about our Vancouver experience. She's not allowed. Okay. Wow, very possessive. Hey, Mike, I understand you have a major <laughs> oh, announcement. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big what time. Is this? Big time. Mike, sexy Mike. Mike. Mike sent us an email today. The subject heading was major announcement. And he says, boys, th- this is big. I will tell you on the podcast. And so we need some we dramatic music. We look don't at, know what Look it is. at Pat over here. He's, he's just waiting. He's excited. He can't wait to hear what Mike has to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is dead. Anyways, uh, so my sister... Uh, Recently got on Ancestry.com. 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 Did some uh, some history, some family history, some digging on that. And my dad's mother, my dad, his dad was 100% Italian. That's where the Italian name comes from. But his mom, we thought was, her her family, the Call family, we thought was Irish, French, English. But Ancestry.com shows that we were Canadian. Wow. I'm Canadian. 
Mike wow. is Canadian. That was the announcement? Yeah, I'm Canadian. I thought you were going to tell us we had a major sponsor. Ah, no, Until, no. Instead, you told us about your sister's Ancestry.com search. Yeah. I'm and Canadian. I'm like you guys. This is exciting. So you're going to move to Canada now, <laughs> yeah, Mike? No. Oh, you, I think you should. So you just, I think you should. We got everything covered here. You print <laughs> off that Ancestry.com search. You send it to the Canadian government. They send you a passport. Yeah, you That's get it. Takes. That's all it takes all right. to get citizenship, pretty much. Ancestry.com print off. Yeah. Ancestry.com, if you want to sponsor the podcast, look at that. Look at that sales pitch. You never know what you're going to find on Ancestry.com. I don't know if I totally trust it, Mike. I I did think you were going to say we were related or something. Well, kind of, right? I guess we all are. Yeah. All Canadians are related. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's great, Mike. I think that's good. So now... (laughs) <laughs> well, that's great. That's great, Mike. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. Now, if we ever do that uh, podcast tour that we've always been talking about, then Mike won't need to, you know, bring his American passport. He can bring yep. his Canadian one. Just walk across, right across. The yeah, just stroll right across. Yep. So always carry around a laptop. <laughs> Show it to the border guards. Look. <laughs> that's me. Um, well, that's, that's great, Mike. Page. I'm very happy that you're Canadian. Big okay. news. Mike's major announcement off the list. <laughs> we got that out of the way. Uh, um, Patrick, uh, remember you missed a uh, uh, podcast. Uh, what tasty treats did you bring us? Okay. Well, Pat is not happy with you at all. He doesn't like you one bit. No, I'm mad about traffic because I cut a good open for today and now we don't get Oh, to but do don't it, worry. So. Don't worry. We do have some treats. It's still going to be in there. We're going to put it in in post. Our Canadian friend Mike Botticello will do it. Yeah, yeah but it was funny, though, and it was all from the first episode. So now oh. it's just Do you still have it? Yeah, do you have it? Can, can, Let's yeah, play I mean, it now. I did. I do it now. Yeah, Lose why don't we just play it, it now? Let's do it right now. Let's awesome. do it right now. So th- this is oh, what Patrick yeah. cut together the, the recap of last week. Well, now it's too, it's, now I build it up too much. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Not as half as much it. as Mike's announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Hi, welcome to the Jay and Dan podcast. It's back. This is the dawn of a new era. Episode one of the new era. This is essentially a storage closet. Mm -hmm. So here's the new crew. Patrick is the social media producer. Mike is actually manning the the video right now because Mike, you're a digital producer, right? And then Jim is uh, the new Kristoff. Jim looks a lot like a young Sam Kinison. Why not, eh? And at one point you looked over at me and said, do I have kale in my teeth? And that's when I knew you were a Californian. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Classic Jay and Dan. All I've been hearing about lately is Jay and Dan. Everything's coming up, Jay and Dan. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. Dan O'Toole here. I'm the juicy man. JayandDan.com. What's a web page? Speaking of water, speaking of getting uh, something in your pants, speaking Speaking of Alan Thicke, speaking... No, that's, that's, not, that's no segue at all. Well, this has been disappointing in so many ways. Hi! 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 Okay, we better go do our real jobs. I'm coming, baby! <laughs> that scared the f*** out of me. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Hey! Dance! <laughs> Great work. That was, that, was good. that was really good, Pat. That was all just us meeting each other for the first time. Yeah, we had so much optimism about how everything was going to go <laughs> at FS1. And the, we were, you know, we were going to conquer ESPN and take over the sports media landscape in America. And we still might. Hey, it's only been two and a half years. <laughs> did Jim, sp- you didn't speak in the first one. He did. You did. I just couldn't hear it. 
Oh, oh yeah, because so you guys you were in the other you room. You watch the video back, it's like two minutes of you guys like <laughs> and you just can't hear anything. Yeah, I, I didn't know that you guys had wanted to hear me speak at oh, that point in time. I think everyone wants to hear you speak. Wow. Jim. Big time. I also we want a, you to enjoy the show. I also have a major announcement. Ah. Your erections have returned? <laughs> Still waiting on that. My erections have returned. Uh, I visited uh, Las Vegas this past weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, returned home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. discovered that I uh, was missing a pair of jeans and a uh, phone charger. The hotel found them. 2016. Got my jeans. My jeans are coming back. I lost my jeans in Vegas. They're coming back. Wait, Dan who's O'Toole. announcing was better, Mike's Silent or mine? Assassin. <laughs> it's a toss-up. To I mean, mine goes back hundreds of years. <laughs> it's a toss-up. I would Think say, so the reason you lost your jeans, you had one pair of jeans in Vegas. Well, you, I, had two, I had three, but I... You brought three pairs of jeans for two nights? You never know. It's, you might soil them. Yeah. Or you might jizz all over. I literally think, like, what if you fall in a puddle? You need a backup pair of. So, but you left only one pair. There? Yes. And you were wondering why I put my pants in the drawer. I never unpacked, but I had like one of those suit bags, and it's tough to get the crap out of there. So still I just like I threw poop. it in the drawer. Still poop. So you put in a Las Vegas hotel room <laughs> dresser drawer. Think of all the drugs. Oh yeah. And dirty diapers. For all the people into that hey, kind of baby, stuff. Go out? Here, here's a message to hotels worldwide. If a guest leaves something in a room, you know the guests, you have their contact number, call them. Say, we've got your stuff we're going to send. I shouldn't have to call a lost and found. Why not? Why not, eh? Because they have my, they knew Think who was. Think of how many it's hotel It's not a mystery. They're like, I don't know who stayed in there. They can't like, oh, okay, oh, this guy's pants. We better get him to him. They've got <laughs> other, they're moving on. You've given them your money and they're moving on. You they left might the have pants. thought it was another dude's pants that left his pants in your They, they might they have didn't right, know that they right? were your and they pants. Didn't want, they didn't want to like cause a sticky situation yeah. and send them to your house. That's and then right. Someone's That's like, right. whose pants are these? Yes. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Right? How do, they don't know your they life situation. <laughs> It'll be oh. interesting to see what's in the pockets of those pants when they oh, send them back to you. big time. Just, <sighs> just a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> Just a handful of Dan's semen. I love you. <laughs> another, and a few po- in a pocket of loose change. And another major announcement: like fine bacon. <laughs> don't re- don't drive back from Vegas on a holiday Monday. It'll take you a while. Oh yeah. Everybody yeah. knows Bad that. Idea. You're like the <laughs> only one in the world who this is like a revelation to you. Don't drive don't hit a highway on a major holiday. If you can avoid highways on holidays, that's a key tip from your friend Dan O'Toole. What was that like fine. a six or eight hour drive coming? It was back? only five. Oh. But longer than usual. Yeah. <laughs> I don't All right. Okay. Hey, uh, sweet. Oh, all... oh, man. Hey, shout out to the good folks at Sweet Green in Santa Monica. I went in today and they uh, recognized me from the show. So everyone... I can't believe I get to eat like this every day. Did you get free once, food? Once every two months, we get someone recognizing us from Fox Sports. I also have the same experience. Um, at my gym, 
It's now on, and at the Jersey Mike's down the street, FS1's on. I don't know what's going on. Looks J- like we're finally catching on. JP's in Santa Monica last night had Fox Sports 1 on. Right? It's happening. That's right. One TV at a time. Just in time for Fox Sports Live 3.0. Hey! They're actually changing the name of the show, and this isn't a joke, to it was just Fox Sports Live before. Now it's Fox Sports Live with Jay and Dan. That'll make Jay and Dan happier. Right. And uh, they're putting up billboards. They're promoting the Monday debut. It's yeah. going to be huge. On Big Fox. I mean, if you watch The Grinder or Grandfathered or The X-Files Revival, uh, you saw all the ads for our new – you didn't see any of those ads. They haven't done any ads for us. I think the idea – because they did so many ads for our first launch, and that show wasn't good, that they <laughs> thought, what if we do no ads, and then if it's good, we'll be like, yeah, oh. Discover it on your own. Speaking of the grinder, I don't think this is a this is a big ask. Have our show playing in their house during the grinder. They're always watching the grinder, though. I know, as but you know. But then they can flip to say, "Oh, I like this show." Yeah, I like these guys. <laughs> what was the show that did that? Uh, it was Strangers called... with Better Lives. Other no, lives? it was um, the one that took place in Brooklyn. It was created by the same guy who did New Girl. We it... actually did. We actually. Filmed something for it, which we were they put in, on the TV. It, we were in their TV, but I forget the name of that show. It only lasted a few episodes. Brooklyn Nine-Nine? <laughs> no, it wasn't Brooklyn You said Nine-Nine. it was in Brooklyn. <laughs> I thought it was like Friends with Better Lives. No, it wasn't. That was um, uh, Brooklyn Decker's show. Oh, right. Yeah, it wasn't that show. Yeah, it's, it's not important. Almost Famous or something it was called. I don't know. Uh, okay, so how close are we to... Oh, we're, we're, we're like a minute and a half away yeah. to our first guest. So we can't... I was going to dive into the to the mailbag, but we won't do that quite, quite yet. We got a minute. Well, what do you guys want to talk you about You can do one. Minute? You can do one. Okay, well, he, that, perfect, because Dan, I was just noticing something. This is from Dale K, and the subject is Sharpies. This is the Jay and Dan mailbag, by the way. It's time to touch their bag. Thanks, Amara. The Jay and Dan mailbag. Amara's leaving us, by the way. She's heading to Playa. Yeah, to work for Pat Muldowney down there. To work for Pat Muldowney, if you know what I mean. I'm going to kill music for that. Hey, Jay, this is from Dale K. I noticed you like taking a rip off the old Sharpie every (laughs) once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? I tried it myself and don't see the appeal. I think you're crazy, Dale K. It's a nice little contact eye. Oh, it's nice. Just It's like sniffing gasoline, you know? So are you one of those kids in school that sniffed the liquid paper? Yeah, yeah. And then I would, uh, the copier fluid, like if copies would come right off the copier, just like, just give them a good whiff. Really is nice. the liquid paper industry still going or is that done? I feel like that's over. They still got to make some. I think they have to make a bit. I think there's still a, a little bit at Staples, but it's not the behemoth that it once was before everyone was taking notes on their laptops at their universities. Dan, do you ever like to take a little rip off a Sharpie once in a while? In my alone time. Do you, when you're <laughs> home at night and you're getting ready to watch a couple of episodes of The Grinder on your DVR or PVR, as we say in Canada. Which I uh, did the other night. Love it. So you just... 
open up a big <laughs> box of Sharpies and just start sniffing. It's like uh, people fill up a, a potato chip bowl. I just fill it up with Sharpies, though. Yeah, and then just go. <laughs> and then when people come over and be like, you want a Sharpie? And they're like, are we drawing? And they're like, no, just take a sniff. That'll make you feel good. A little lightheaded, though. Um, yeah, I love Sharpies. I love taking. I, and sometimes, you know, I love filling up still at gas stations. I love the smell of gasoline. I used to work at a gas station. Oh, it smells good. It smells, it's just the best. So I, many times, I think I've told this before, I'd be filling up someone's vehicle, and they'd get out of the cab of their truck. Big boner. Put their empty <laughs> in the back, pop open another one, and just sit back in the truck. So they're drinking a six-pack on the way home. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like everyone who grew up on the Canadian prairies is crushing road pops. And I asked my boss, I'm like, should I? And he's like, no. So it's okay. I couldn't. It's okay. Just leave it. Here's one, Dan from Graham Guard. Subject is wiping butts. Long-time listener and viewer. After living overseas for the past five years, I've realized everyone else other than North Americans uses a bidet or a hose to clean up their mess. You need to give it a try. It's a game changer. No more wiping. No more chafed ass. That's from Graham Guard. Wait, a hose? Yeah, just, you know, like a hose next to the toilet. You just hose yourself down. That seems cool. That seems like you... You would have to like have towels. You yeah, need you to have a dryer. No, you just you just sort of deflect it back into the toilet. That seems like a lot of work. It doesn't seem like as much worse as as much work as ripping off dry uh, tickets. That's how it's supposed to be. And then chafing your bum. That's how it's supposed to be. No, the best is the Japanese toilets, which have the bidet and toilet all in one device. So you just hit one button, boom, bidet, bum's Still cleaned. Poop. Still poop. Cleaning that bum. How are we doing with Kate McKenna? What? We're calling a timeout? The phone died. Our phone? We've got no phone? We have no phone? You have a headset. Put the headset on so we can hear you. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We're going. This isn't stopping. What's... Let's hear it, Canadian. Speak in French if you have to. En <laughs> français. <laughs> Uh, give us an update Sorry. on the, the situation. Yeah, so the phone, uh, it's completely dead. But what we can do is dial them through this ISDN here. But you're going to hear them. You're going to hear it ringing. Okay. Like, I like it. This we can fun. say hi ourselves. Perfect. Let's ISDN it up. Okay. And that'll be maybe better quality even, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's dial Kate. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is going great. This is, this going is great. another stellar think, edition. Another high episode, water moment. Oh, in episode 100, everything would run smooth. Come yeah, full it's circle. the opposite. I forgot to mention this, guys, and this is freaking huge. Whoa, major announcement number this three. This is another major <laughs> announcement. <laughs> this one is actually major. I'm going to speak right into it. This is Mark is on the camera with us. Ben Teller's way to fundraiser. Mark is here with us. Terrific guy. Yeah, very good guy. And so here's my announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing our new... TV show format starting Monday. Fox Sports Live with Jay and Dan. For our American viewers, set the DVRs now. Tune in. It's going to be a great show. But here's the good news for our Canadian viewers and listeners and friends because everyone in Canada is a friend. We are turning... And related. Yes. That's right. Just like Mike. We are turning that half that new half-hour show into a weekday podcast. Wow. But we're still going to do this one. So we're still going to do this one. That will be the Fox Sports Live podcast. It will be approximately 25 minutes every Tuesday morning to Saturday morning. Wow. Five days a week. You'll get that 
little taste of us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're snacking all, all week, but yeah. then you're like, here's my entree. Yeah. And the then on, we give you the full The like, entree podcast. will be, this podcast will continue uh, with, with me and Dan, with Mark, with Ben, with with Mike, our Canadian friend, Pat Muldowney, <laughs> and of course, Engineer Jim. That will not stop. That will still be every week, the Jay and Dan podcast. But we encourage you on Monday to hop on iTunes and subscribe to the Fox Sports Live podcast with Jay and Dan. And we'll tweet it out from our accounts we and will. from the uh, the Jay and Dan podcast account. Uh, I just came up with a weekly segment we could do. Here it is. What did Mike's sister search for on the internet this week? Ooh. <laughs> Something about Sharpie. She's got guy. a PhD. She's very smart. Do we have Kate on the line? We're dialing right now. Okay. Wow. Mike. I can't help that our phone died. You, you know, really even can't. though Mike has Canadian ancestry, he could have benefited <laughs> from our school system. <laughs> Here we go. Here it is. This is our chance. Kate McKenna. Kate McKenna. Who's now on the social. Uh, yes, she does. She's a producer. She does some on-air stuff. And she still does. Well, we'll ask her. But I think she still does CFL stuff. Oh, I like this. Really? That's cool. That's cool. Kate, we're dialing up Kate. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> I like that. I think that should be a part of the new. The hey, new hey, era. Oh, there hey, it is. Hey. Here we go. Kate, Kate? I don't know. Kate, there. We're calling her. I did give her the right time, right? Let me just double check here. I hope you guys are enjoying this. So this is the podcast now. This is great. Oh my god, I forgot her name. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I think Kate thinks it's tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> um. Kate, I'm gonna t- direct message her. Kate. Okay, maybe we uh... are calling now. All <laughs> aboard! <laughs> Sorry not... if I said tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, who's am hard? dumb. I put D-U-M. Okay. Uh, okay. I give well, up. Let's. Uh, Welcome a- to the Jay and Dan podcast. <laughs> I, we have some more uh, some more emails. How about we uh, How about we check some of these out? Yeah, let's go back to tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, you can just go. Just oh, music. we can just go. Yeah. Okay. I like this one, Mister C. Please don't be mad at me, Jay. Is the subject? Hey, bots. You know the deal. Long time listener. First time writer. Last summer, I took a flight down to Vegas. This story has nothing to do with Vegas. <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever flown anywhere in my life. That's very cool. As I'm sitting on my first flight ever, I'm listening to some pods, and I realize I'm on a plane. Uh-oh. Jay likes to pull the goalie on the odd flight here and there. What better way to commemorate and celebrate my first flight than to go rub one out? Please go home and masturbate if you are bored. Unfortunately, nerves got the better of me, and I never did pull the trigger, so to speak. Sorry to let you down, Jay. However, I will be heading back to Vegas this summer, and by God, if you command it, I shall definitely knock one off on the flight there. Keep up the great work, boys. Mike. We gotta get our hands on more balls. Okay, yeah, I command you to masturbate on your flight from Canada to Las Vegas. That was a great opening line, though. Uh, I took a flight down to Vegas. The story has nothing to do with Vegas. 
Okay, update on the so technical fo- situation. Yeah, phone update. Uh, we figured it out. Okay. Our friends that were in the room when, for your test shoots uh, reset something. They blocked all of the calls. Oh, here we go. Mike. So, yeah. we just Mike always everything. passing the box. Here we go. Are we trying Kate again? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Is she there? So you're blaming the crew that was helping us yeah. on our TV show. We were pretty frustrated before we started today. Were you? Yeah. Why? They reset everything on Jim. The audio quality wasn't good. You were uh, not happy with the mess they made in here. Thank you for helping Very inconsiderate. Me, Mike. Yeah. I don't think got we're going to get buddy. Kate. I'm thinking that. Let's call Vince. Okay. okay. Vince O'Toole. Let's up call next. Vince O'Toole right we'll have now. Have a fun time joining me here. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Oh, I like this one. How about this next one, Pat? We got another question as we're calling Vince. This one's from Lana. The subject is Jay's bag. Hey, gang. I'm really, really curious why Jay always has a brown paper bag at the end of every podcast. It's not the traditional brown paper weed bag. Does he just keep bringing his lunch in the same bag? P.S. I emailed a while back and said that Patrick seemed hotter when he was unavailable and indifferent. His near-perfect attendance has made that irrelevant. However, it reaffirmed that Patrick is definitely more attractive when he isn't there. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that. Um... Very yes, that is my lunch. I bring my wife packs my lunch for me every every day. Then I bring it in a, a brown paper bag. There's and no, there's also weed in there. Well, there's no such thing as a standard weed brown bag. What? Yeah. Well, it's like a grocery bag, so I don't know what kind of like how much weed you're carrying around, Lana. But that's a lot of weed. That's the kind of that's a the kind of uh, weed quantity that Vince O'Toole would carry around Peterborough on a normal Saturday night. As Vince O'Toole joins us, uh, it's been a it's been a long time. Vince, have you been on the? Mike says you've been on the Fox podcast. Yes, I believe I was. Yes. <laughs> How, how's the weather in uh, old Peterborough, Ontario? I heard it's uh, it's been pretty chilly. Uh, right now it's going down to minus twenty nine tonight. What? Oh the? my god. Vince, what? Why don't you move down here? You can move in with Dan. Yeah, I got room. <laughs> well, it's going to be plus four on the weekend, so oh, it's, got that to look forward to. It'll be balmy, positively balmy. The first question I have for you, Vince, and I think all of our pot, longtime podcast listeners have this question: Did you ever get a new BlackBerry, or are you still using the one that doesn't have the the one uh, key on it? Um, actually, I have an iPhone now. Oh, very nice. Just like your brother, you got away from the Blackberries. Well, I did, but it's an iPhone 4, so I'm a little behind the times. <laughs> How do you find the typing? I despise it. Um, it's not too bad, but here's something I found out. I dropped it, and the back is made out of glass, too, so the back is shattered. <laughs> what? 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 You've got an all-glass iPhone? Is that like the... Uh, the... The back of it has the Gorilla Glass on it as well, which is something that uh, I found out when I... I picked it up after smashing it. Were you uh, were you out at the pig's ear or something like that, Vince? Is that what happened? <laughs> well, no, I was actually uh, I was going to the washroom and I went to answer my phone and nearly dropped it in the toilet, but just kind of swatted it away. So, so Vince, <laughs> unfortunately, I, hit the tile. <laughs> I, I told the story on the podcast how uh, when I was there around Christmas, all our cousins were there, and a different cousin got kicked out of a bar each night. Have you been back to check to see if any of us are allowed back in? Um, no, I know that I'm welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I did 
didn't ask about anybody else for fear of uh, them realizing who I was related to. So. <laughs> And uh, we had a major announcement on this podcast. Uh, we found out that uh, Mike's sister, she went on Ancestry.com and discovered that they are Canadian. His Mike's family is Canadian. I'm going to take up early. I, I always knew it. <laughs> really? You, you just had a feeling, Vince? I just had a feeling. You know, it's... <laughs> Too nice a guy to be American. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an okay guy. So I was talking with uh, Vince on text today, and uh, he said, "Did I ever tell you the lasso story?" So this goes back to my mangled childhood, and uh, Vince uh, jogged my memory. So why don't you inform us about that? Now, Vince, before you start the story, Pat, do we have the the old Dan's mangled childhood? Stinger? I'm looking. I've been looking for the last five minutes. I don't think we have. It. Okay. Right. Okay. Never right. mind. Sorry, Vince. So, so tell us the lasso story. Well, growing up, we all had uh, horses, and Sean and I thought we were cowboys. So, uh, mom and dad got us each uh, lariats, which is you know like a lasso, and we wanted to practice the way that uh, the rodeo guys rope the legs of the animals. But we weren't allowed to use any real animals, so we chased. Dan and Carolyn up and down the lawn and roped the legs out from underneath them. <laughs> now, uh, how was it tough? Like, Dan seems like he would be kind of tough to, to lasso. <laughs> once you got the trick of it, but, you know, once that came tight around their ankles, they came to a dead stop and then flew face first. And then did you, like, do it like you would do with calves? Like, w did you actually, like, like, Rope them. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time and everything. <laughs> How, like, I'd love to be part of that conversation, which obviously I wasn't. No, you can't rope the animals, but yeah, you can rope that kid there. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, they, you know, they made us money. You just cost us money. So. And, and did you, did your parents, Vince, ever see what was going on and say, <laughs> yeah, maybe don't do that? Or were they just like, ah, kids are just having fun? <laughs> that was... It. Like they were, we were out of their hair. So what did they care? Well, we told the one the the bullwhip story, where Vince. Yeah, what, yeah. What, you, it cost me a bullwhip for a year. <laughs> because he said, "I bet you I can flick your ear with this bullwhip." I'm like, "No, you can't." And he did it. And I went and told my parents. I'm like, "He just whipped me in the in the freaking well, ear." You bet him that that's not right. <laughs> It was in, that was the Indiana Jones phase right there. <laughs> All right, well. But I was probably one of the only kids who went to see Indiana Jones, you know, at 11, and their parents bought them a bullwhip. So. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like when I went to see Back to the Future and I got a skateboard. It was, like, a little more dangerous than that. <laughs> the only movie I remember our parents taking us to is when uh, I think our mom was hosting a Tupperware party or something one night. Very, and, very 70s. And... Our dad took us to the Terry Fox movie, and like halfway through, he's like, I didn't know he swears as much. <laughs> <laughs> he's like dropping F-bombs every two seconds. Yeah, Go on. yourself. <laughs> do you remember that, Vince? I, I do uh, distinctly. I still remember that movie. I saw it on, uh, it was on TV not too long ago. It's a classic. Vince, do you remember Danger Bay on CBC? Oh, yeah. Why would Dan and I used to laugh at that story <laughs> show all the time. Why would a marine biologist fresh out of college say, all right, I've got a few job offers on the table. I could go to Sunshine Bay. I could go to Ocean Bay. 
or I could go to Danger Bay. <laughs> I'm going to move my whole family to Danger Bay. Seems like a nice place to raise kids. It's terrifying. <laughs> what the hell was he thinking? Well, and something happened every week that put someone's life in peril. Right. Like, why would he stay there? He didn't have to. There were other jobs. <laughs> there were other bays. <laughs> Uh, you know, you'd think he'd just be giving shots to seals, but apparently it's a lot more than that. Yeah, he's a helicopter. <laughs> people are smuggling dolphins and roping, <laughs> roping calves. And, uh. <laughs> uh, Vince, we appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> appreciate you coming on episode one hundred. <laughs> Vince, your brother's still not a good broadcaster. I can tell you no. that. Well, thanks for having me, guys, and uh, congratulations. Thanks, Vince. Thank you. Okay. That's uh, Vince O'Toole. You can follow him on Twitter at VOTool1. You should follow Vince on Twitter. He's very funny on Twitter. That's right. He calls out people for being jackwads. Uh, yeah, it's for being arseholes. It's pretty good stuff, actually. I do remember Dan's that. Dan's like... mangled childhood. Oh, you found it. Well, it's just Dan's mangled childhood. The I'm... college years. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine running around and someone's trying to lasso you. That would be that would be terrifying. <laughs> you ever seen a pig's penis? I would not. I would not want to be la- lassoed. Is it lassoed or lassoed? I lassoed. Thought, I almost said lassoed. I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true about that Terry Fox movie. With did they make a Steve Fonio movie? No, Fonio played by he, Sean Penn would have been good in that. And he and his uh, is like. Road manager. They were like battling all the time. That like ringer T-shirt, and we're you know for those of you listening, we're pointing to the picture of Terry Fox. Uh, he's got you know the classic ringer T, and it says Marathon of Hope on it. Uh, can you get that? I know they sold it I at think like Roots, Roots brought, right? Yeah, Roots brought them back. Yeah, they should sell like all of them. There's a Roots in uh, Venice. There is Beverly and, Hills too. And one of their uh, one of the anniversaries of the Terry Fox run, they brought back his sneakers that he wore. He wore a Adidas. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they brought back like the that. Terry Fox Adidas model, which I think my brother went and bought. What? Wait, what am I looking for here? The game we're gonna play. Oh, okay. Do we have time? Yeah. Uh, we got. Is that who sent it to us? That who? Oh, that Nick Ciccone sent us. Nick Ciccone sent us this this coming game. game, This is a game, Dan. This is exciting stuff. We want you to guess the Rotten Tomatoes scores of these current movies in theaters right now. It's impossible if I haven't seen them. No, but it's just like what you think it would be. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I like that, Pat. Again, it'd be easier if I saw the movie. No, no. That's not like the game, any, You no. put any of the Nick Cage ones on there, I'll give you the Rotten Tomato <laughs> bang on the number. No, no, this is better because you're just you're just going by reputation or maybe a maybe a commercial you saw. Okay, and these are the real These are the real scores on Rotten Tomato. These Tomatoes. are the real okay. scores. Okay, the first one is blockbuster box office smash and the movie that has returned Ryan Reynolds to the A-list, Deadpool. Are we going critic or audience? No, no. This is Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but the critic because there's a, a critic score and a uh, audience score. Oh, I don't know, Mike. What are we doing here? The main, the main number. I think that's the that's, audience score. That's critic then, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna. Or is it audience? Audience is going to be higher for this one. Okay. I, I'm going to say ninety-four percent. You're not that close. Eighty-two percent. That seems that seems about right. Okay. This is the tomato meter, and this is from hundreds of film and television critics. 
So this, oh, is, so the this is the critics one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so we'll say so, within, within ten points will be a win. Okay. Within yeah. ten points is a win for you, Toolsy. Okay. All right. No, don't go online. No, I wanted to see what the <laughs> I wanted to see what the Deadpool audience was oh, because okay. I bet you I was well, right. Mike, you should tell us. Deadpool audience. Well, I got Nick Cage movies for you. Deadpool right. audience. Okay, here we go. Let's move on. I try. Leo DiCaprio will likely win Best Actor for this film. The Revenant. Critics will like this because it was all shot with natural light. Uh, they're going to say it was 92. You got that right because you're within 10%. It was 83%. Audience is 85 for Deadpool. For The Revenant. Oh, so you're really close to audience there. Uh, how about this Deadpool, one? Deadpool 95. And this one oh, is nailed hey, it. Nailed, nailed, that. That. nailed yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, you crushed that crushed one. Crushed it. Every man Dan. So should we be going with the audience ones then? Sure. Seems like Dan's sure. more in tune with that. All right, well, I'm going to look these up. Then. No, no, okay. no, no. We'll Keep go with critics. I, got it. I, I can We're get into critics. critics. Okay, back to critics. And this <laughs> <Okay>. one. <laughs> this game is really falling off the rails faster than a lasso O'Toole at age seven. Uh, dirty Grandpa. Oh, the critics the- are going to give that, uh, I'm going to say, 18%. Once again, you are correct. It's 9%. You're within 10. Thank you. 51 from the audience. <laughs> All right. America loves the New York. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> Some not- of these movies, did they actually go to theaters or did they just go straight to DVD? And by straight to DVD, I mean they Lil stream sketch. Them. Never heard of this. By the way, have you seen in the commercials for movies that are coming out on DVD, they're like, not available on Netflix or streaming for years. That's their sales pitch now. <laughs> You've got to buy this Blu-ray. Uh, You've got it. You that, might as well use it. That one's going to be 11%. No, you're way off. 43, 43% for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. How about this one? And I know Dan's excited to see this film. <laughs> the Danish Girl. The Danish Girl. Breasts. Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Uh, oh, so he's in it. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, it's so smart. Oh. <laughs> uh, 43. Oh, no, higher. 70. 70%. Okay. Here's a film that I know Dan was clamoring for this sequel to be made. Uh, it's Ride Along 2 with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Audience will like it. Audience is going to be way higher than critic. Critic will give it uh, 34. Way lower. 13%. Guys, audience went 55. Yeah, I can yeah. see the audience. And finally, this film, and I know we've we've all been excited to see this one, and Dan and I have cameos in it. Zoolander 2. Zoolander 2. Critics? Oh, that's going to be 8%. Actually, 22%. But every review I've seen has said it's the worst movie ever. I feel hey, like, who's that good-looking guy? It's got to be wrong. That was a fun game. I enjoyed that. Next time we'll pick a audience. Or we'll do critics. some Nick Cage. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Let's do some Nick Cage. Just t- three. Let's do three of them. Critic or audience? Uh, critic. Okay. Face off. Oh my God! What an amazing flick! I saw it recently. God, it's unreal. Face so at, off. I, at at that time, maybe there was John Woo. John Woo. Thirty-five percent. No, not even close. They liked it a lot. Ninety-two. <laughs> What the no. f- 
For critics, yeah. 92 for face-off. Yeah. That was a lean year for flicks, I guess. <laughs> that, 1997. Who was it? Are all those reviews from JohnWoo.com? <laughs> you smoke crack cocaine. Okay. Ghost Rider. That's a tough one. Critics, uh, so it was, that's the first one. They're going to say 68. 26. Okay. <laughs> How did that get a sequel? How did Zoolander get a sequel? How did Ride Along get a sequel? Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> Never saw that one. Bangkok <laughs> uh-huh. Dangerous. That was the one that Adam Pally was talking about in that test show he did where he's like, the soup is hot. <laughs> so Hot soup. 15%. Nine. Okay. I got that. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. That's a good way to end it. Uh, <laughs> should we uh, give uh, Pete Traeger a call? I think so. Not available right now. Oh, he's not. What about We're trying. Uh, what about Tag? I just keep getting his machine. Okay, We're, let's call. Uh, let's call Jeremy. Okay. Really striking out on these phone calls. Yeah. Boy, I got to tell you, episode episode one hundred. None of the guests will show. This is Traeger maybe <laughs> our worst episode ever. <laughs> yeah, like or, hands down, or our best. Or maybe our worst. Give, give us your Rotten Tomato score of this <laughs> podcast. So you have to rank it critics, one out of critics, 100. Critics, critics or audience? I think audience is going to be 100%. The audience fresh. are our critics. That'll make Jay and Dan happier. I think it's going to be 100% fresh. I think people are going to love it. They love this kind of shit. How about this one? From, I got another I got another mailbag question here. And can we go back? I want to listen to a bit more. Um, oh, we got to get to the rapid fire because there's a lot oh, of them. Yeah, oh. so we'll, okay. we'll drop We're trying that. to get Taggart right okay, now. Okay, so after Taggart. All right. After. Oh, well, let's start. Let's go rapid fire. Let's start rapid fire, and then when Tag when Taggart comes in, we'll. Okay. Rapid fire. So these are questions that Mike sent out on our uh, Twitter account. Questions posed to us from you. The listener. And we should rapid fire these, like, yeah. quick, quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Rapid fire, Mike. This is from our friend Richard Head, dickhead. Uh, what's your guy's favorite sound bites on the pod? I love uh, Why Not A. Yeah. Why I, Not A? I like that, too. And I also like My Erections Have Returned. Okay. I also like My Erections hammering. Have Returned. Who's hammering? <laughs> Who's hammering? Okay, Mike. All right. Burke. Yeah, rapid fire. <laughs> Burke Lionius. Uh, when is Toolsy going to rehab? Oh, good question. When are you going to rehab? You've got some problems. For what? Uh, uh, he says scoops and snaps. Yeah. Oh, scoops and snaps. You've been uh. doing too much cocaine down here, Dan. <laughs> Keep going, Mike. All right. Gary Hogan, have you have either of you ever owned a fleshlight? Is that like a black light to show all the semen on your bed? No, yeah. I think it's a sex toy. I have not. What's the fo- I like a Mark. Mark was like, no. <laughs> What is a flashlight? What do you do with it? Shove it somewhere? Is it a button? Mark, one. Mark, you Just, know. You stick your penis stick in it. In the light? It's it's shaped like a flashlight, but it has a fleshy. Oh, inner, so when you can't get a date, oh. it looks like a flashlight. So it's disguised so you can hide it from your parents. Oh, perfect! So if you're lying <laughs> on your if you're lying in your bed with an erection and you have a flashlight on your penis, you're like, "Mom, nothing to see here." My erections have returned. Just a flashlight, or should I say, flashlight on Madame? So no, I have not. Uh, I don't. I don't. I want one though. If anyone wants to get me one, I'll. I'll Is there a podcast one. budget for those? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good question. <laughs> Mike's got a closet full of them. So, <laughs> so my mom doesn't catch me. Uh, this is from 681 Jim. Uh, who rips the nastier farts, Jay or Dan? Probably me. Don't usually do that at work. Yeah, we, we're pretty. We don't usually do that around each other, to be honest. 
All right. It's this kind is from uh, Maple Syrup Shots. Besides the usual visits from Taggart and Schrager, who has been your favorite guest? For sure, Kate McKenna today on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Joel Klatt. <laughs> Joel Klatt has been pretty terrific. And I have to say, uh, I miss having Carissa on. Just the wild manic energy that that woman brings to every podcast. And as we mentioned with Dan Patrick last week, I don't yeah. think we've ever had a guest where we're like, we'd never have them back. Dan was good, by the way. Dan Patrick was a great guest. He was a great guest. Yeah. Um, this one's from Jason Limer. Who writes a book first, Toolsy or Engineer Jim? Engineer Jim, easy. Yeah, that's. I gotta get the book out there. You I should do, do it. I oh my do god, it. people would love it. All right, this is from it. Ned. What yes. Are, what are the three bands <laughs> and beers that you feel best represent Canada? Bands and beers. Three of them. Uh, okay. Here's all right. You know what's a really good Canadian band? The Trues. Yeah, they are good. I That's agree. One. We saw them perform at that outdoor hockey game at Fort McMurray. Like, yeah, they uh, were great. Five. Yeah, they didn't know that they were performing outside. We saw them in the lobby, and it was like minus 30 Celsius, and they're like, we didn't know it was outside fire. gig. Okay, I have my answer. Are you ready? Yep. My beers are Molson Canadian, Labatt Blue, and Alexander Keith's. I would add Labatt 50 to that. Yeah, Labatt Saint-Con, you could... You could Substitute blue for Sankon. And then for bands, I would put Rush, The Hip, and The Guess Who. Yep. I agree with all that. I'd add The Truth. I like The Truth. All right. One more from... And Our Lady Peace. Our Lady Peace. Before we He's get to that guy Our Lady from, Peace anymore. formerly from Our Lady Peace, one from uh, Sheldon C. What's one thing you ended up liking about L.A. that you thought you wouldn't like? Hmm, I like this question. All the snaps and scoops. I like. <laughs> I like that. I see things aren't going well in LA for you. The traffic is better here than what I experienced in Toronto. I would agree with that. Uh, definitely more infrastructure here. And I would say also the people are nicer than anyone ever gives them credit for. Like native Angelinos are terrific, terrific people. Friendly, nice. And they've always got a scoop or a snap for you. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on the phone is, uh, uh, he's been there almost since day one. Oh, Jeremy, yeah. do you remember what, were you on podcast number one or two in the TSN days? Uh, no, I, I think I popped in around the 20s or something like that. Around really? Time, that late? Right around the time, uh, just before Duffy in the closet and the boot. The boot <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then, and then you, you did the uh, you the, did letters. the letters when I was yeah. in Australia. Oh, in my uh, Ian Baker Finch accent. <laughs> you started Those were with gold. a South African accent. <laughs> and then you, you got closer, I think, by letter three. Yeah, yes, it went, it went from failure to slight failure with some acceptance. Uh, people were tweeting us their questions as well, and uh, one of the – I actually saw it a few times – People pointing out that uh, the the line where you said "somebody wiped my bum" is still their oh. favorite moment of the podcast, in which we were discussing the keg and <laughs> the we got. Keg. I don't know how that ever came up, but I still laugh about that as well, Jeremy. Uh, we well, yeah, that was just one of those great stories that erupted into madness. That's true. It uh, it 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 did. It it kind of it was just pure chaos. Those are my favorite moments of the pod when when yeah. you can't even kind of control it. When it just goes left, but it's just <laughs> all for the right reason. When we were there for the 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 Budweiser conference, I was watching uh, 
TV in my room and the keg ad came on and the newest keg <laughs> ad is they're all the, the wait staff and the cooks and everything. They're preparing for the night. And yeah. then it ends with the hostess. Someone's coming in there. She's like, <laughs> like, she's like, it's on. It's game time. That's how it is at the keg every night, though. That's right. Yeah. They might as well have a big bowl of keys at the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the keg on York Street in downtown Toronto still just a no shell? Uh, yes, it is, I think. <laughs> is that where you guys stop in when you come to T.O.? Just well, to no, you go there some nights and people are like, yeah, you got to go. And it's just like douchebag, douchebag, douchebag. Yeah, but you could say that about any restaurant or bar in the downtown core, really. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of cheese balls down there. You're going to get a lot of douche action. <laughs> so this is episode 100, eh, boys? This is it. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Did you ever think we'd make it this far? Uh, yeah, I certainly did. I figured it just keeps on ripping. I'm glad, actually, you've, you've gone through the roller coasters of having to keep it going. And, you know, it's starting to become just a, a, a fixture to what I would say, yep, Canadianity up here, because I still run into people all the time that listen to the podcast all the time. So it's uh, it's a staple now, bots. So, Jeremy, one of the questions, because we did rapid fire and people asked us questions, one of the questions was if you could pick beers and bands mm. that uh, were Canadian, who would yeah. you pick in that category for both? Well, uh, you have to go with, you know, influence and... How great they were performance. So I'd have to say, the Guess Who, yeah, Blue Rodeo. Oh, oh I like yeah. that one. That's a good one. And the Hip, yeah, just because they kind of are the essence of what the whole thing is. I mean, we all, everybody knows how great Blue Rodeo is and the depth of that band, how great they are live, and they still maintain a huge audience. And the Hip, That's same true. thing. That's one of the true. one of the bands I added to the list, you can agree or disagree. Uh, the Trues, because they're kind of like a, a gritty bar band. Yeah, well, they're great players too, and they they are what they the kind of are the 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 perfect idea of what a band is. You know, they grew up together, they lived together for a long time, and they've just, they've been around for a long time. They're always the first band to, to kick into any song you've ever heard in history. They're like I used to go up and jump on stage at the Roxy with them in Vancouver and just play like band songs and Hendrix and anything. They play it all. It's crazy. And in your drinking days, what was your Canadian beer of choice? Yeah. Uh, Canadian is a solid. <laughs> Canadian itself. Wrong there. Yeah. Uh, there's so many smaller ones now and, and like the microbrewery market has kind of uh, blown that up a bit. I don't know. Uh, when you drank that entire keg here yeah, in L.A., what kind of beer was that? Is that Miller Lite? I think it was Coors Banquet. <laughs> oh, the Banquet. <laughs> the Banquet beer. Oh, the Banquet it beer. It is a good beer, isn't it? It's a tasty beverage. And it's huge now. <laughs> like It's like it's big in Canada and the States now. It, it, Coors? Yeah, Coors the Banquet beer yeah, is back. Is, sure is the Banquet is. beer big up there? I know Coors Light is big. Well, yeah, because you never see that golden can for no. years. But in the old days, you would. Like in pictures of Neil Young on a tour bus, you'd see Coors cans. And, but. and, and I also remember, uh, Jeremy, do you remember the plot of Smokey and the Bandit? He, they had to smuggle uh, all that Coors from uh, Atlanta to Texarkana, Texas. That was the plot. I didn't even remember the plot of yeah. that. And that was considered bootlegging at the yeah. time. 
And well, that was what the, else do you call that? Right? And, th- and that was – and that. but no, but I mean, like, even at that time, like, even in 77, you couldn't yeah. do that, and, <laughs> and which is amazing when you think about it. And, and they loaded up the, the rig with all that course. Yeah. I got to go back and back. watch that oh, one. It's, I love that movie. I'll never apologize for loving that flick. And Burt Reynolds, 80 years old now. Holy I know that's crazy. That freaks me years out. Old. That freaks me out. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, we're kind of doing a rapid fire guess, but we wanted to make sure that you're on episode 100, so we uh, we have to keep it short, though. Great to be a part of it, and uh, love you guys as always, and congratulations. Can't wait for 200, boys. Love yeah. you, buddy. Thanks. Have a good one, Jeremy Taggart, Canadian rock legend. Someone tweeted me last week. How many times does Dan say legend every podcast? I say every time Jeremy's on because he is one. Oh, did you actually respond? That got under your skin. No, he said, I know. I was just, uh, again, they apologize after you respond. And then Uh, you guys did some snaps. And then we're going to get Peter Schreger on here because he's been an integral part of the Fox podcast. He's our NFL insider based in Brooklyn, New York. You've seen him here. Um, Should have brought Joel Clatt up, too. I saw him on his way up. Oh, really? He was here? He says he's got so many comments about the Terry story. (laughs) He says, people. (laughs) Terry, say hello. <laughs> say hello to Terry, everybody. <laughs> God, he's great. Uh, and Schrager is. Uh, this is his first full week without football. Last week was. I think he's just wandering around the house and just just with a with a robe. That's right, hanging he, open. Not even not even tying up the robe. Just junk hanging everywhere. I sent him a message the other day. He goes, yeah, I haven't left the house in three days. Right, just just crumbs in his pubic hair. Um, just a just a a big. Ice cream cone in his hand. <laughs> Shregs? What are you talking about? <laughs> Trager mom. What are, you, what, are you painting me as, what are you painting me as? Some slob? No, we just figured, you know, you, you didn't have to get dressed up, so you just put the robe on, no underwear, nothing, just hang out, balls free, and just watch what some daytime. A, be, a, a bed pan sitting next to my couch? Yeah. Yes. What yes, I do. I, that, uh, are, that's what I would you do. You know what you went through, Peter. So you you report on the NFL all year. Uh, you live yeah. and breathe it. You go to the Super Bowl. You experience what Olympic athletes experience because after the Olympics, they're like, "What? What do I do now? Like, it's over. It's over." No, it's it's this is this is going to get dark and ugly. But it's an incredible low. Like you're building all season long, and then there's this crescendo, and then you wake up that next week, and it's like, wait a second, I. What's my purpose? What am I here for? What do I got? What am I building towards? And then I start reading like heights and weights of draft prospects and try to just fill the time. <laughs> and that's you're going to the combine next week. Going to the combine, Indianapolis, cold weather, can't wait. My favorite. Um, it's going to be great. There's, this is one of the most interesting drafts in years, and because the quarterback situation around the league is so in flux, and there's a few good prospects, it really makes for a lot of good chatter. I mean. Sam Bradford, Kirk Cousins, Brock Osweiler, probably Colin Kaepernick, Robert Griffin, Johnny Menzel. All these guys are going to be free agents, most likely on the street. Kaepernick might be back with the 49ers. You put all those names, you add in Carson Wentz, the kid out of North Dakota State, and then also Jared Goff and Paxton Lynch. It's pretty fun when you had nine quarterbacks who could all be starting for teams next year that weren't starting last year. And explain, Shregs, because I can't figure it out, uh, why would the Washington Redskins not? Bring after the season he had, especially the second half. Why wouldn't they bring Kirk Cousins back? He had a good season. Is he your bona fide starter that you want to commit hundred million dollars to? I don't know, and I don't know if the Redskins want to do it either. So this isn't a slap in the face to Kirk Cousins. What it is is they'll give him something called the franchise tag. And for your listeners, 
what it basically does is it puts a Band-Aid on the situation. They'll pay him for one year, and they'll pay him $19 million or $18.5 million, which is the average of the top five quarterback salaries. And that's saying, hey, we're going to pay it. We're going to compensate you up front, but we're not going to give you the long-term deal. You're going to have to prove it to us. Players hate this. They despise it. It's like, screw you. I already proved it. I'll go prove it somewhere else. But they're also the ones who agreed to it in the collective bargaining agreement. This is fun talk, huh? I like it. And Von, Mil- right, Von Miller will get tagged, right? This is another good example. Von Miller is going to get tagged, and he's been a good sport about it leading up to it. And, God, Von Miller is on a media tour bigger than oh my God. the ones that you guys had when the- you guys first came to America. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> so he's been everywhere. So Von Miller ta- is going to get tagged most likely. Now, here's the thing. I've spoken to both sides, Denver and Von Miller's people. The feeling is, in the meantime, we'll put a franchise tag on him. He'll make $14 million next year. But before July 15th, when you have to get the deal done long term, and then they think that they're going to get something done. Both sides want to get him locked up, and he'll probably make closer to $19, $20 million a year in a long-term deal. He deserves it. He earned it. Uh, Schrager, quickly, we only have a minute. Uh, your off-season plans. Oh, I'm just going to try to get really in shape, try to lose a lot of weight, maybe go into male modeling. Um you know, I want to call up some guys, Peter Klima, Saku Koivu, some of my favorite old hockey players, <laughs> and just and just kind of get into that hockey player regimen. If I yeah. can get Jeff Bukaboom on the phone and Bruce yeah. Driver. Like, can get Ron Tugnett on the air this week. <laughs> Tommy yeah, Salo. Andrew Raycroft. <laughs> Corey Schwab. Corey Hirsch. Chris Terreri. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, I, I, I used to live in Tribeca. I got a text from a girl who, used to, who lived in my old building, oh. and she says, yeah, yeah. Henrik Lundqvist just moved into the area. He is dreamy. And I said, yeah, you think this guy's got a tough life, huh? I mean, he also plays guitar and is the most famous New York Ranger and is beloved. It must be hard to be Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, and, and like gets free clothing. And doesn't he have his own restaurant with Avery or something or a club or something? Uh, they might. I don't know what Avery's deal is. I saw him around my old neighborhood, too. He's, a, he's an odd duck. Yeah. (laughs) Jeremy Taggart used to live with him in Manhattan Beach. Can you imagine that? that? (laughs) Those two in Manhattan Beach? And that's when Taggart was drinking, too. Okay. I'll give you a quick shot, Avery, story. Quick one before you hang up on me so you can get to some other. No, no, we're we're going to go wrapping it up. You're going to wrap up episode 100. No meeting is important. Um, Avery, we used to do a spin class that I would be a part of. It was called Soul Cycle. It was downtown. It was kind of expensive. It was annoying, but you'd go and get a great sweat. You'd walk in and there'd be a class and an instructor in the front who would be doing all these moves. You're supposed to follow the instructor. Avery would sit front row, middle, and just do his own dance routine in the middle of the class and not go along with the instructor. So everyone's in sync doing what the instructor's doing. They'd either stand up or sit down or move back. And Sean Avery was like doing Michael Jackson in the middle row for 45 minutes. Nice. <laughs> Schrager, we appreciate Avery. it. Uh, we, it wouldn't have been episode 100 without you. Yeah, no, well, it would have been. It. And, and yeah, Shre- by number, it would. And, and, Sh- and Shregs, go back to your robe. Uh, just crumbs all over your pubic hair. Just enjoy uh, this afternoon. Hey, if you want the best story about Canadians in spin classes, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> see you, see you, Shregs. He is Peter Schrager. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at P Shregs. That's P S C H R A G S. If you're ever in New York and you want to go to the Olive Garden, you hit up Peter Schrager. He will not join you. Uh, episode 100. Don't forget, uh, as of Monday. 
the Fox Sports Live podcast with Jay and Dan. Make sure you subscribe to that on iTunes. We're going to get the numbers up for the first week. We think you're going to love it. You're going to get podcasts every day of the week. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you're an American, tune into the show on Monday night, 11 Eastern, FS1. Hey, it's our third time. And with it, third time's the charm. And I say every podcast, we have three major announcements. I like it. N- major announcements are always better in threes. <laughs> uh, thanks uh, for coming along for the ride for 100 episodes. Let's uh, do uh, 100 more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Lisa Ann. This is the end of the podcast, so all you can get out of here.